Welcome to episode six of the Armchair Critics Podcast. We are the underqualified experts who discuss all things sport, work and life with little, little to no background or supporting evidence. I'm joined by our general podcast master, Jack. Howdy, Sean. How are we doing, mate? Good. And we've uh, we've decided we like having a guest. So we've got, a, we've got another guest on this week. It's our favourite Welshman, who's not really Welsh, but we'll put the Welsh <laughs> tag on him, Dickie. Cheers, boys. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Mate, it's a pleasure. Been Especially- looking forward to getting on here and, you know saying my point of views and maybe write some of the wrongs that have been put on my name you know um, we'll see that, that's that's very fair <laughs> so we, we figured the uh the man that we've made I, I would say semi-famous probably across the globe yeah um in the in the much loved segment dicky knows flags figured we'd better better introduce him to the uh to the viewers and the listeners um so dicky mate before um, you go jack i just thought of him for his big steaks <laughs> oh, <goodness. laughs> no oh, also i'd like to point out jack when he was talking about the, me defrosting steaks i felt like he was painting the picture of it not coming out great like where in actual fact they were some of the best steaks you've ever tasted just did ask I, you did i not, <laughs> did I not mention yeah that? you did but i felt like <laughs> you were th- yeah but you were talking about the idea as if it was ridiculous when the end product was Amazing. I suppose you can and co- I mean, you can cover chlorine with garlic powder. Yeah, but yeah. then but I don't. The chlorine isn't touching the meat. Like it's it's covered guess, in plastic. But, I, but I guess every piece of genius only ever comes about by something that <laughs> seemed ludicrous at That's the true. time. So but maybe you're just onto something, mate. It has come back to bite me. Come back to bite me too many times. So I've given up on that method. <laughs> if the blokes at the butcher would do their jobs, maybe I could you know, oh. and cry back the steak properly. Maybe, maybe I could go back to it. Shock me, <laughs> righto. So uh, as uh, some of you may be aware, but most of you won't be. Um, so Richard uh, plays cricket with us. Is uh, is how we first knew Richard, and he actually now lives um, with me. Um, and my brother and our partners. So uh, yeah, full house up here, and uh, mate, it's been been a great time having you live with us. I wouldn't have it any other way, mate. Um, but mate, tell us a bit about uh, your journey to Australia and your background um, of particularly cricket in the UK. Um, so obviously you started playing when you were quite young. Yeah, well, I was obviously through my dad that I kind of got introduced to it. Um, he was a big cricket player growing up, and I know just from real young throwing a ball with him in the garden, just kind of. I know it was all we really did when we were young. Um, started playing, you know, just to kind of traditional way up the age groups. Um, started, I know, softball stuff, worked through to hardball. Um, kind of, I started at St. Fagans, um, but the junior system there was just terrible. So when, like, they didn't, I think the first couple of years, they didn't even put my name in for, like, rep cricket. Like, even go to trials, like, you know. So we just moved to another club, and it's been great from there. I've been with Cardiff. Um, for a while now, and yeah, it's a great, great club. Mate, you mentioned getting put your name forward for rep. So, did you have to get? Is it the club have to nominate you, or could anyone? Yeah, go? so it's basically like the club, the coaches put through like a list of names of who they think would. And they like, didn't rate you. No, what they don't put any kid through. So like it wasn't just me. <laughs> like yeah, that's why. I mean, that's why. I mean, that's, like the junior wasn't. They weren't. They weren't too attentive. So I'll tell you what, we've got some. We've got some. We've got some freaking average clubs on the Gold Coast, and I'm not sure any of them do that. No, I think yeah. they've only got say Baggins covered. Yeah, no, I think that their junior their junior system now I think is pretty good actually. But they've um, they got a new nets. So I remember since, since you left. Yeah, <laughs> in the last couple of years they're looking really good, but. The reason I played there is because it was literally opposites road to the, my grandparents. So I literally used to like go from school, have dinner there, and then walk across. Um, but obviously, when you're trying to play like a better standard of cricket, you need to be around other boys as well who are 
playing in rap cricket. Yeah, and obviously you're pretty ambitious um, with your cricket when you were a kid. Played a, like, a fair bit of uh, rep stuff coming up through the ages. Yeah, when I was younger, I used to semi-be able to play cricket. Um, don't really know what's happened. It's sliding off a little bit. Um, Happens to the best of us, yeah, mate. Yeah, but no, I played I played with a lot of good players. Like a lot, of, a lot of the time growing up playing rap cricket, I was playing with people who were better than myself. Um, so it's always nice to come up against kind of oppositions that you see now playing a decent standard cricket. Well, they were far too good. You know, I don't, half the time you're wondering what you're doing on the same pitch as them, but... It'd be cool to get the exposure, but... Yeah, yeah it's great because you go and play in some amazing places as well. Like, some of these private schools is just incredible. Like, people fly from all over the world to to go there, and, like, the money involved there is just outrageous. <laughs> so we've got the, we've got the Broncos <laughs> Bulldogs game on in the background, and, and the Bulldogs are just doing Bulldog things. <laughs> Holy fucking oh shit, they are goodness. so bad. Goodness, man. This is why second oh, rowers no. shouldn't be taking kicks. <laughs> Good on you, uh, Jack Hetherington. So, mate, I guess uh, I guess the private school system, it's like here, but on steroids. Some of the grounds over there must just be uh, proper yeah. picturesque. Just crisp. And, and it, it staggers, yeah, I, it staggers yeah. me just about all the time when I've like, considered myself a bit of a cricket nuffy. And there's quite a few guys that, you know, you follow along in the county system and you're constantly saying, oh, yeah, I played against him. Yeah, I yeah. with him or... You know, he was the year above me in our rep system and stuff like that. So, and it's and obviously you're quite good friends with a few of the guys that actually like play for Glamorgan. Yeah, no, it's just I don't know why it is. I think it's just like cricket. Like I feel like less people play cricket in the UK, and I feel like you kind of, especially if you play against that count in that county system, or like you play in academies or something like that. I feel like you always kind of come against, come up against people. Yeah. And it was it, like the first time that you told me that it's it, like it's proper bizarre to hear, isn't it? Cause it, like having never been to England, like you figure it's just the same as in Australia where every, mm. like every kid plays cricket at some point, yeah. but it's not like that. No, no, absolutely not. Like well, that's, that's their football, isn't it? Yeah. So like, and rugby, especially in Wales, like rugby union is absolutely huge. So like out of my close friends, I was the only one in my friends group that played cricket like obviously i had cricket friends yeah but like in like my school group and everything i was the only one really that played cricket which is like that's bizarre yeah it's, it's seriously baffling it's, yeah. so mate like in terms of um the people that you've played with or against who do you think would be i guess the most famous uh, or mate, like the most successful cricketer that you've ever played with or against um, i played against sam curran i remember that he's playing, quite handy ah uh, I was. Play- I think I was. Did under you face f- him? I did face him. Um, I remember we were playing like under 15s or something, and he would have been a few years ahead of me, or maybe 16s or something. And like, it's the type of cricket that like you experience what's like at that level, or playing against someone at that level, and you realise you want absolutely no part of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just I remember the thing I remember about him the most is not like the pace of his <laughs> delivery. I just remember he used to run into the crease so fast. Like, I remember from his run-up, you just see him sprinting. And, like, he just hit... And, like, the first ball, I remember going past me. I was like, I have not seen that. I've not even come close to moving. Lucky, <laughs> like, lucky you being left-handed, it probably swung away. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, like... It's the only thing you got going for you. Yeah, I think... I don't know. I went for the strategic step outside leg stump and create myself some width, you know. How'd they go for you? you <laughs> yeah, remember? well, off stump went quite far back, I think. Uh, um, but, uh, but yeah, I played against uh, Tom Banton as well. I remember that. Um, just, I think we played, he played for Taunton, um, which is a school. Like one of the, I think Joss Butler went to Taunton as well. Yeah. You see all these names in a pavilion there of like past players. And I think Joss Butler had scored like 200 in a 2020 
when he was playing at school. Uh, it was just outrageous. But Tom Fuck Banton, that. I think in a one day, has scored like 170 against us. Walked down, walked down the pitch first ball and like straight drove our bowler for six. Yeah. Just, it's like, it, just it, down it's the... funny how, and, and we see it, it kind of happens in all sports where like your general pundits will try and compare like the general population yeah. to the ability of the people they <laughs> see on TV. And like, I remember, and, and like there's so much criticism in the media about sporting people these days. You know, someone will have four or five bad... Like, Owen yeah. Morgan, who hasn't scored any runs for ages, right, for England. People are going, oh, he should be dropped. He's not that yeah. good anymore. Like, he's way past it. But, like, these guys are so much... Like, just so far above anyone else in their league. Like, Tom Banton, he came out to Australia and played in the Brisbane grade comp um, and made 100 off 33 balls or something <laughs> against Toomble. That was good viewing too because Toomble had their... their yeah, so he scored, he scored 50 batting right-handed and 50 batting left-handed. It was just ridiculous. Yeah. He, and, he, like, and he goes... And he can't... He struggles getting games for England, right? But he comes... And yeah. he like, comes over here and playing in, you know, level below county because obviously he doesn't get that many runs in county cricket because he's a blocker yeah. and an overplayer. But he comes, just comes over here oh, and just yeah. absolutely... But you should have seen um, going around in school cricket like he used to dominate like school cricket it was and like it's the kind of like he's so much better than everyone else like he, he was just he was an absolute dick to face like i was coming off the pitch but like that's the worst bloke i've ever met in my life <laughs> <laughs> oh, i feel like that's he it. said to one of my teammates i i think he was bowling and my teammate like missed missed the ball or something and he went up to him looked him in the eyes and said you shouldn't even be on the same pitch as me Oh, that's that's some serious it is. BD, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? And the thing is, the worst thing is, like, it was probably true. You know, <laughs> like, that's, that's what are you supposed I, to come no. Like, you cannot you come back with anything no. from there. So, what about, do you want to name drop anyone else that you've played with or against? Um, so I've played. Rattle off a few names. Yeah, well, I mean, I've. Or, or even, like, use the same training facilities. Oh, as. well, I, when the World Cup um, was over in the UK, a few games obviously played at Cardiff. I think every team played at Cardiff. And I was in college at the time in the Swalek Stadium. Um, and we were basically net bowling to all the teams that came through. That was the 19 World Cup? Yeah, it would be, yeah. yeah. Um, and again, it's just seeing cricket at that level. It's like a different sport, you know? It's just like the drills, the intensity of it. Like I remember watching De Kock have keeping catches and like it's just a blur, like standing so close, just smacking it, just taking it like it's nothing. Yeah, I've always, the the biggest thing that stands out to me is like the sound of yeah. the ball hitting the bat or the yeah. bat hitting the ball. It dead set like, echoes. It, you seriously, and it, like it actually does it. In, and people think, oh, it's just the indoor nets, but like, no, it's not. You listen to them batting outdoor nets. Like you listen to freaking village cricketers like us try hit cricket balls, and it uh, never yeah. sounds anywhere close to nah. the actual time no, that and these yeah. guys have got. Even grade cricketers here. You listen to them back and just like, oh my god, they hit the ball like fifty times sweeter than I do. Yeah, I remember who was um, and Jason Roy broke um one of the boys I was bowling with. They broke his jaw. Oh, um, hit one back at him. Yeah, so hit one oh. back, hit one back hey, at a pole. I can relate to that. So that hurts. <laughs> so imagine um in like a net, a centre wicket net, like there's the metal poles that use obviously as a structure for the cage, and it like bounced back on one level with it, just smacked him straight in the jaw. Oh, goodness. Oh, it was horrendous. But, like, as you said, the pace they hit the ball with. Um, I, what was it like? And watching the bowlers doing, like, run up, and it's just, I don't know, it's just so quick. And obviously, um, so you came out here, well, that season, wasn't it? So 2019, yeah. 2020 season. Um, I, assume, I presume, kind of, with the intent of 
just coming over here for the summer and then going back home. Yeah. Um, and obviously in the, you know, the later stages of that um, 1920 season uh, was when kind of COVID really started to take a hold here in Australia at least. Mm. Um, and you kind of had pretty much a split second, well, not split second, but a, a split decision as to whether you wanted to uh, stay or go. Yeah, it was because I came over here in October. So I arrived for the start of the season. Yeah. And I think we started hearing about COVID kind of February-ish, like yeah. kind of just in those early months. Um, you, you started yeah. seeing those videos over was, in China with the yeah. people just yeah. dropping dead. Yeah. No, it, was, it, was, <laughs> um, it was the end of January because I had my last job. We started because and we sold because we sold P two and N ninety five masks, and it started just going off its rocker end of January. And we were like, "What the hell is going?" Yeah, on no one knew like, what. What, what is, yeah. like, what, do, is there something that we don't know? Yeah, and, and all you were hearing about is like airborne virus that like you can drop dead just by being in. You know, yeah. close proximity, oh, yeah. and everyone was the just freaking out. The propaganda uh, being spread was just. I remember I was working that. as well in a warehouse with like shipping containers that were coming from China. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I so I I did have to make a kind of split split decision um, because I, as he said, was only supposed to come out here for six months, so that was the initial plan anyway. Um, and because you came out here not not with another guy, but we had another pom, yeah, Angus Watson. I know you're listener, you're a listener, but um. <laughs> Uh, came over at the same time as you, yeah. um, and he made the decision to go home. Um, yeah, and obviously you stayed. So what was the what was your like your reason um, behind that? You just well, enjoyed it I so saw much yeah. Or? Well, it was basically that. I just saw the kind of situation, like the world situation as a whole, and then realised I'd either be going home to self isolate or I could stay out here. And like I thought, the way at the start of COVID, the way it was being dealt o- over here seemed to be like a better like better every, like home, people yeah. are back home are just freaking out i think it hit them first and then we kind of like we got to learn from them um yeah but yeah no i because my flights were booked and then um i was supposed to come go back to the uk and then fly back into a course out here yeah um i was supposed to go home for six months but the day before i was supposed to go um they locked the borders, locked the borders so i wouldn't have been able to get back yeah so I just thought I'll have to stay here now. And yeah, I don't know. It's definitely the best decision I've ever made um, because like I'm trying to get permanent residency now um, and going home and trying to do it two years later is so hard. Yeah. It's so much harder. Absolutely. So mate, and obviously, you know, there's, there's plenty of pros and cons to, to everything going on. I personally, I actually can't really imagine like being 19 or 20 and moving to the other side of the world like especially during these unprecedented times with the pandemic being yeah. separated for so long from family and friends back home. Yeah. Obviously you miss it, but you mm. know, um, if there was one thing that you could take out of home and bring here, what oh, would it be? What's the right, one this thing? This is going to sound really bad because I'm not going to talk about family or anything because, you know, I like... It sounds bad, but I can face something. I'm more thinking about UK Nando's would be great. Um, it's, <laughs> nah, that's, no, I'm telling it's funny, you, but it's like, so good. The, like the difference is unbelievable. Like we've spoken about this over off here. Air you before. get burgers, or you get like half chickens. The wraps, yeah, wraps. Yeah, um, to be, and to be honest, like family and friends and stuff. That's not quite the, like, oh, the, the idea yeah. I was going for. <laughs> I was thinking, like, what's one kind of comfort thing um, that you like, yeah. could easily be like Domino's as well. Domino's in UK is it's a lot different over here. It's kind of like a cheaper. You can get like five dollar pizzas and that. Back home, you can like you're spending like twenty. I don't know, fi- like fifteen, twenty pounds on a pizza. So it's expensive, but yeah. like it's different. Um, and they do Domino's cookies as well, which are 
unbelievable. The, the Nando's over in England is just oh, it's just better. It just is better. Like I don't know how to. The, I used to go for and um, they're huge. Like I went to one yeah. in London, and it's like it was dead set, three stories big. Yeah, it's it the place packed. to go. I'm ta- if you're like taking it, a girl somewhere or something, you go. No- well, when I left, nineteen year old me, that was the go anyway. Are you, but. Are you, are you speaking out of place, <laughs> taking <laughs> taking girls out? No. Yeah, maybe. But um, nah, Nando's was just like it's the casual place. Like if you're in town, you go Nando's. <laughs> but the butterfly chicken, lemon and lemon and herb. Unbelievable! It is so so Slaps good. Yeah, oh, it does slap. And just, you just ask chunks. Bottomless drink as well. It's yeah, it's good. And then you get a bit naughty and you know the sprite, and then you put a bit of coke in at the the very top. You know. I wish you guys you could see that? his face right now. He's, he's <laughs> lit up. You are, you are absolutely beaming. This is the happiest <laughs> I've seen you in the two years I've known you. Yeah. So um, in leading uh, out of that into uh, our cricket chat for the week. Uh, so we've got obviously the Australia Pakistan second test has just concluded with uh, with Pakistan holding on for another draw. <laughs> uh, Chungus just snoring over in the corner there. Um, look at <laughs> yeah, oh, goodness me, big old hook. Um, which and it, it just it we spoke about this briefly in the last podcast. The test was actually halfway through. I think it might have been a day or two in, um, and it's it's unbelievable how little the pitches are changing in condition through the five days the whole there is no deterioration whatsoever the whole sti- not even stigma but the assumption is that you play over in Asia if you win the toss and bat you'll lose uh, you'll win mm. right and because the pitch nearly becomes unplayable right in the in the fourth innings where it's if you, ex- if, you, if, you if you lead by 200 going into the fourth innings you'll win more tests than you'll lose Australia led by over 500. And for a good chunk of the chase, looked as if they were going to lose, right? It's just Pakistan held on. And don't get me wrong, um, Barbara Azam and Mohammad Rizwan, who's one of Richard's favourite uh, cricketers, I believe. I enjoy watching him, eh? He's good. Oh, and, and me, to be fair. I love the way he bats and the way he keeps. The energy he brings behind the stumps is elite. Best keeper in the world, I reckon. Yeah. yeah. Oh, or I'll second, maybe there. maybe Ben Folks. Oh. Love that guy. Two favourite keepers in world mm. cricket at the minute. Yeah. Um, they were exceptional, right? And the opener as well, Shaf- uh, Shafiq, Abdullah Shafiq, um, faced like 300 balls for his 90. Like, took so much time out of the game. But it just, you know, for Australia, I reckon to if only Shafiq- be able to take seven wickets in 170 overs just speaks volume of... Because I didn't think Australia bowled that bad, right? And the, f- the fielding wasn't great. We did drop a couple of half chances. But, like, for us to only create... At most, like nine or ten chances in 170 yeah. overs in the fourth innings of a test is fucking shit. I'm of the opinion if Shafiq didn't get out when he did, if he batted for like another 10, 20 overs, I reckon they would have gone for it. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And I reckon they would have got there. Yeah, the Potter bet would have been outrageous. Oh goodness! Bit man. of bit of background on that. My roommate was quite sourced up. We'll call it on at the, at the conclusion of day four. Had a pretty good win backing Barbara's arms. Uh, run runs lines on the life bets constantly, so he was, he was up about two grand. He put oh, he, he's up three. He pocketed two, and put five hundred and twenty dollars. Reinvested. Pa- he reinvested <laughs> five hundred and twenty on Pakistan to win at twenty, oh. and they only lost by not much. Well, I mean they drew, but they only fell about what was it seventy or mate, short. Mate, if you're batting one hundred and seventy overs on a non-deteriorating deck, I'm I'm calling that a loss. <laughs> nah, nah. Because yeah. it's nil all with one test to go, Sean. That's how cricket works, brother. Um, but I thought Thanks, like Lion, 
Lion bowled just a stupid amount of overs. So and did has Swepo. Swepo so did Swepo. But, but Nathan Lyon, if he bowls 26 overs this next test, which you'd assume he'll do that mm. in the first day, <laughs> yeah. he will break the record for the most overs in a three-test series by any Australian ever. Wow. Yeah, which is outrageous. Because he could go... The way it's shaping up, he'll go 30 overs past that minimum. And... Um, I thought he bowled quite well, especially on that last day. He took four wickets on the last day, took those two wickets in two balls yeah. in the last kind of Huge. hour with an hour to go, kind of just gave Australia the last kind of bit of life um, because before then the test was destined for a draw at best for Australia. Matt Burton is a freak. I hope <laughs> and he got that down. He got held up. Katoni, what a player. Um, and... I've just completely lost my train of thought, which has gone quite well there. Oh, no, Nathan Lyon bowled quite well on the fourth mm. day. I saw, I thought Nathan Swepson... Nathan Swepson. <laughs> goodness <laughs> me. Who? I need to turn this TV off. Um, uh, Mitch Swepson bowled well with, uh, for considering he's on his test debut, do you think he without bowled a bit, bowling great. Do you think he bowled a bit quick? Sometimes. Um, and, yeah, a lot of it, you know... But I, I think that's kind of the way that they need to bowl in the subcontinent, which is why I'm just not sure he's the right option. You want Agar, don't you? Yeah, I just think that the um, the MO for a lot of subcontinent teams playing in the subcontinent is picking um, left arm finger spinners. Wow, You've got Tony. guys like Jadeja and Axar. There's a couple of guys that play for Sri Lanka as well. Norman Ali. Norman yeah, Ali. Um, like, um, Shakib, Mahidi. Like all these left armers where, because they're bowling predominantly the right-handers, the ball is either going to beat you on the outside edge or the ball that actually is the most threatening is the one that slides on with the spin, arm. Yeah. And that you said, Virat Kohli gets cleaned up by That's them for fun now. Natural variation. Yeah, Steve. And the, took, so, was it against England in India? Uh, yeah, when the test was finished and in like five like, sessions. took like a fifer with balls that didn't turn. Like, yeah. Ones were spinning an absolute mile and the ones he got all his wickets ones were just sliding yeah. straight on. Just so, salmon. And I, and I don't think you get... And, and, and that's because they bowl quick. That's because they're bowling mid-90s. And Jack and Agar's good enough to be a lead-in spinner. I, I, well, not a lead-in, but like, you know. Yeah. Would uh, you put loads of overs in him? I, I think he's definitely our second spinner in the subcontinent. Um which is probably not great. He's like I don't think he's anywhere near the bowler Steve O'Keefe was. Steve O'Keefe was just why isn't he on tour? Just so crafty, <laughs> like nothing special. Just so crafty and just did, never gave anything away. I but Pakistan it's, a, play, it's a tough gig. I can Pakistan would play Agar pretty easily. Yeah, uh, yeah, maybe. But I think it just adds a bit of variety. Yeah, uh, you still turning the ball away from the right hander, yeah. but I don't know. He just comes from such a tall height. So you wouldn't I just play think Swepson? I wouldn't personally know. I think in Australian conditions, if it mm. requires a second spinner or if Lyon goes down injured, yeah. I'd play Swepo. Oh, yeah. I'd probably play him anywhere else. But the subcontinent, I just feel like, is more conducive to the spin. Because <laughs> you, you look at Pakistan and they don't play a leggy. In yeah. the subcontinent, they've dropped Yassir Shah to yeah. play two finger spinners, a left and a right. So that speaks well, to me. It's bizarre though, isn't it? You're Guess dropping spinners in the subcontinent when everything yeah. tells you that a leg should go so well. Yeah. Yeah, and like, they pick, guess who? <laughs> What's his name? Sajid Khan. Sajid Khan. He's dead set a guess who character. Looks like a guess who character. <laughs> yeah. um, but then following on from these dead pitches, the exact same thing is happening in the England-West Indies series. Yeah. Yes. Um, and it's just such a poor advertisement for cricket. Like, at least the second test with Australia and Pakistan, at least it was tense. And, like, you know, there was still a bit happening on the fifth day. But we're day four into this England-West Indies series. 
uh, in went in this second test. Second test might even be the third test. Second. No, second. And England have only just started their second innings, so it's the third innings of the game yeah. in day four, and they've only batted for fifteen or something. Yeah, none for forty. Like Craig Brathwaite Craig yesterday, Brathwaite. Craig batted, yeah. batted for eleven and a half hours. It was this. It was oh the longest my. innings by any West Indian since Brian Lara made four hundred. What did Craig go make? One hundred and sixty. The, not, the, not, the, quite, off, not quite off, 400. Off 489 oh. balls. The Craigiger reference is Craig with two Gs. And a K. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, far out. It's just... It, it is unbelievable how how dull it is making their cricket. And even the West Indies bowlers have come out and said... Uh, Kemar Roach in particular yeah, has just said, like, this is a joke. Mm. Like, what the hell is going on here? So, um, well, I mean, uh, Joe Root's got another 100. Yeah. Ben Stokes went uh, past 5,000 test runs. Um... So and he's, he became the sixth player all time to do the five thousand runs, um, one hundred and fifty Test wickets. So, um, but yeah, it's just made for boring cricket, and uh, yeah. no one like Jack Leach bowled seventy overs in West Indies first yeah. innings. That's nuts. So he bowled <laughs> he bowled for nearly two and a half sessions on his own in the, in yeah, one that's innings. Crazy. Just dumb. It, it's just it's shit cricket. Yeah. So move on. Um, uh, the Australian women are absolutely carving up the uh, the one day World Cup. They're just killing everyone. Um, even the good teams are just it's a piece of piss. The they beat uh, India yesterday. Um, they started quite well. India ended up making two hundred and eighty, which is a pretty good score in the in the women's World Cup. Um, no no wucking furries. Yeah, and yeah, no worries. Australia, look, Haynes, Mooney, Healy, and Lanning are like just four of the top. Eight bats in the world in women's cricket. And we've still got Perry. Yeah. And I've completely forgotten about Perry from my <laughs> list. That's how well they're going. And then you've got Darcy Brown, yeah, um, Perry, Gardner, McGrath, and Jess Jonathan. I was worried you weren't going to mention. The ball. The, I was worried you didn't, weren't going to mention the hottie from Bankstown. Yeah, mate. No, well, she took a forfeit in the. Damn right, she did, bro. And made forty-eight off eighteen balls in and one. Looked bloody good doing it too. Off eighteen balls. It's just unbelievable how how well-rounded and strong they are. They've just got batting all the way down. They've got like, seven or eight bowling options. Mate, they're, they're dollar ten favourites to bring it home. So that's uh, that'll we, about we do us for the... Yeah. Oh, no, no one's going to... Look, um, England, I think, will be the only chance of beating them. Mm. And I just don't know that they've got the same kind of depth yeah. that we do. The only hope any other the other countries have is uh, like New Zealand maybe, but Sophie Devine would need to absolutely go off. She would need to score 150 to beat Australia, She's I reckon. Got enough. She absolutely has it in her to score off 80 balls too. So um, we'll move on to our uh, much-loved overrated, underrated segment. Mm. So, Sean, if you want to kick us off this week, mate. So, Dickie, we want your opinion on these yeah. as well. Okay. I'm not sure you'll know this one. It's a it's an Australian... It's part of the confectionery part of the world. Turkish right. Delights. <sighs> You know so are we on about Cadbury's Turkish Delight? Yeah, the or, Cadbury one. See, I've never had Cadbury's Turkish Delight, but I'm a big fan of actual Turkish Delight. Okay. But well, I've never had... Can you explain uh, the difference for non-Australians? Uh, well... No, uh, for Australians. For Australians? Yeah, uh, I mean... Turkish, I'll shut my whole lips. I don't know. Like, Turkish Delight is... You normally get it in a box and it comes in kind of like little cubes. And it's just... I don't know. It's like it's like a jelly kind of thing with powder, like sugar. Like powdered sugar on the outside. And I don't know. You, you either love it or hate it, I reckon. Like, it's... I agree. I think it is. There. It's it nearly like the the coriander of the confectionery world. You so either love it or you think it tastes like shit. So what do you? It tastes like shit. It's underrated. No, it's absolutely I, underrated. I think it's. I think it's perfectly rated in my books because I hate it and it's shit. So yeah, but I feel like I feel like you could definitely find flavors you liked of it. 
Like unless yeah. you just hate, okay. unless you just hate the texture. Nah, and see, it's probably just like you get them in the favourites boxes, yeah. and they were always the last ones. They left should be the first to go. Nah, they're always the last ones um, left in our household. I like how you deep dove into the Turkish delight world that no one else knew about. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I, no, I, I just know. Well, in, that, in that case, I'm probably going to be more willing to try it again, knowing that they're not all like that. Like there's a bit more. No, yeah. Well, so, I mean, uh, I could be, con- is... I could be converted. Yeah, I'll, I'll well. do, this one is a t- a TBC. So you're sitting, you're sitting on the slightly overrated, but prepared. <laughs> Pre- pre- yeah. Prepared to evolve. Prepared to evolve. I'm prepared to try. It's a great frame of mind. Thanks, mate. Appreciate that. <laughs> open-minded. Um, Underrated. Absolutely. Speaking of open-minded, you've got to be open-minded for this. Um, avocado and Vegemite on toast. Fucking disgusting. Absolutely not. Overrated. Overrated so I've never had it, but Vegemite is fucking disgusting. Yeah, no. So when don't put do it you, together. Do don't ruin have... it. Do not ruin an avocado with that black shit that comes in a fucking <laughs> jar. Do you? Um, do you have avocado on toast? Yeah. Um, so what do you normally have on your avocado on toast or you just go plain avocado? Avo, pepper. If I'm feeling a little... <laughs> chuck a bit of salt there as well. Yeah. That's it. Don't ruin and, perfection. And what, and what is the main flavour of Vegemite? All right. Bitter. It's salty. Vegemite is salty. So it cuts down the need to add salt to it. it literally, it's literally just like How much a, you a have substitute for salt. No, so I'm not a massive Vegemite person. Right. right? So look... It, and you justify defending Vegemite? No, no, it's the combination. It's, the, com- it's the combination ah. that I think is underrated. And I don't, I don't like, it's real good. Because if I'm having avocado, mm. and we don't even have Vegemite in the house, I don't think, right? Good. But I'd avocado, salt, and pepper. Right. right. And Or even, I sometimes don't even use pepper. Sometimes just avo and salt, and it is unbelievable. Yeah. On the on the trend of open-mindedness, I will try it. Yeah. <laughs> Would you have Vegemite just straight on a piece of toast, though? Fuck no. It's... I will, as long as there's butter on it as well, okay, yeah. but it, it's not my go-to. You'd never, on yeah. Toast. If it was there, you'd eat it, but you'd never make yeah. quite your way to make it. Yeah, That's yeah, fair absolutely. Enough. So right. no, and actually, the reason I thought of this, actually, I, well, I was driving through um, the Zarafas drive-through the other day, and they sell it. Uh, oh, yeah, they, they sell. They sell. They sell, they sell veggie. They sell Vegemite Navo uh, on ciabatta. I, I, I didn't get it. And actually, it might have cheese on the top as well. You looked at it though, didn't you? But I looked at it and thought, surely that, podcast, that, that is a throwback because we used to have it as kids. We used to have it on Vegemite on toast. For podcast reasons, you should have. A live tasting. Yeah. Maybe so a live tasting. Maybe we need to go live through the Zarafa's drive-thru. Beetroot <laughs> purple Gatorade from last <laughs> yeah. week. Um, so, what do you got? This is a requested from one person every podcast we've had. Oh. Um, it's a band, Nickelback. Ah. Oh. I, I'd spit it out. They, um, they, if they sing the ones who sing Rockstar and Photograph, is it? Yeah. yeah, I mean, they're just classics. Like, those are, aren't they? Like, but do you think they're overrated, perfectly rated, underrated, Dickie? Oh, I mean, I don't know how big they are, but to me, it's I only opinion. know those two songs, and I like those two songs, but I don't know how other people rate them. It's like a no? nickel, nickelback. They were like, a meme on they're, Facebook. Yeah, they're, for, uh, yeah. They're, they're notoriously not liked. Oh, um, really? Yeah, look, to me, I have no issue with them. I, I don't feel strongly enough either way. Yeah. I just I it's like just one of the, it's just one of these. Can you two? Topics. You're on a couch, but get off the fence. <laughs> I like those two songs, but I don't know much about. It. I'll go underrated. I I'll suppose. do it for you. I'm, they're massively overrated. I can't call. Overrated. Oh. Yeah, but if people don't, I don't like, know. If people don't them. like them, do they then not become slightly underrated? They're still overrated. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fine. Mate, my uh, next one. Weekend sleep-ins. Oh. Underrated. So I don't get much of them at the moment, but and like if you don't get them that often, they're even better when you do get them. Mm. Um, especially when you're not hungover, if it's just a nice, <laughs> beautiful sleep in. 
Yeah. See, I'm I'm not so much of a sleep in because I I don't really like just sitting in bed because I'll wake up seven o'clock or earlier anyway. Like clockwork. Yeah. That's, like clockwork. Yeah, that's so and I don't like just lying in bed doing nothing. But in saying that, I then get up out of bed, go and lay on the couch and watch TV for two hours. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think they are. But after a night out or like if you've had a massive week on the tools, sometimes that sleep in on a Saturday morning is bliss. <laughs> yeah. I'm I on think more I Something think us two don't do Jack. <laughs> yeah. I can't really as Jack said, I have like a set time like you have a natural body clock anyway. You're yeah, a massive napper. I yeah, I do. Yeah, like you nap during yeah, the day, don't you? No, I do. But I think as well, it's not just if you think about it, it's not just the lie in, but it's going to sleep the night before knowing that you don't yes. have to wake up for anything. So you're going to sleep in a better frame of mind, I reckon. So I think you get better sleep. And you know, you're more, knowing more, more willing even, to get up at a bed in the morning. So you're, talking the, you're not getting the benefits of the lion. Like lion you're talking in. the quality of sleep. Yeah, I just think it's a more refreshing, you know, relaxed sleep. No, that's very fair. Right, my third one for you. Breakfast food at dinner time. Um, it is hugely underrated. Oh, couldn't agree more. Yeah. Massively underrated. <laughs> oh. And honestly, it's actually, it's not really something that we do heaps here because we've all nearly always got leftovers in the fridge. Yeah. Um, and we mostly did when we uh, when we were back living at mum and dad's as well, but we routinely used to have cereal for dinner. Mm. Like, it, it just would always happen. We'd get home, what's for dinner? I'm not cooking. All right, it's <laughs> cereal then. So no. I'd have a, a big bowl of Just Right or, <laughs> yeah. um, or even Just wheat, Right. Yeah, Wheat Bix, that was massive in our house too. We used Are you to, talking about we've been as, Wheat Bix as a replacement for dinner or as like a, a snack? In it's, the evening, no, it, it is like you're not having like spag bowl or something. You're whipping up some bacon yeah. and eggs, for example. No, I'm a big fan of that. Oh, bait! No, that's see if I'm going to go to the. It's just any cook. any breakfast. Yeah, yeah, food. okay. So, so yours is cereal though. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not I'm, a cereal guy. Yeah, so if I'm, it, I I had I was actually having this conversation with Annika at the shops not more than two hours ago. Right, <laughs> I have this constant battle with breakfast foods because I'm a big coffee guy. Yeah. So I'm a I'm a coffee every single morning kind of guy. I can't bring myself. And, and I don't reckon I've had more than maybe 10 servings of cereal for breakfast in the last six or seven years since yeah. I started drinking coffee routinely. Because it's too I can't, much milk. Because I can't bring myself to drink a coffee whilst also eating a uh, like cereal that's obviously in milk. In danger of a conversion in this case. And <laughs> it's just... So I'm not a massive cereal person. I reckon I eat cereal more at other times of the day, not in the morning. Yeah, I would, I'd agree with that. And I'm, all, and I'm all for cereal at night. I reckon I, it's fucking great. I haven't purchased cereal since I moved out. Yeah. yeah. I reckon we've purchased four boxes in a year. <laughs> and one of them's wheat picks, and I reckon they're still in the pantry. Yeah. Uh, but here's a question. Are you a fan of the other way around? So, Did, say you're getting a curry the night before. Oh, like leftovers you, you from breakfast. Up, but how, are you a fan of heating that up? Slaps. Yeah, yeah absolutely, absolutely slaps. Agree. And you know what is probably the most elite leftovers to eat cold in the morning? Curry. Pizza. Pizza. Yeah. You open the pizza box and you've got three pieces left and you just fucking slam but the thing is, it. I think I think we should tell people that the Lickses are known for not heating up their leftovers. But I have seen no, Jack. No, I've seen a, Jack and eat to be, some. Yeah, and to be very to, and to, things. to be fair, I will defend the rest of my family Pasta here as well. In in, Pasta. in the in the that is mostly me. Sam and Harry don't, don't I'm not sure do it to the extent that I do But I am chronic for it out of pure pasta, laziness Pasta has to be eaten Nah eaten boys let me tell surely. you Sam's method and of- no, you, actually, you know what it depends on the pasta no. If it's spaghetti I will heat it up 
if it's penne yeah. or spirals or shells or something, but it, goes, it depends on how I feel. Dry, that dry pasta, if it's cold. No, no, like, d- hold up. So Sam, used to, I'm not sure if he does it now, but he used to meal prep spag bowls, right, and freeze them. And he'd go to his job site and he'd put it on the dash and let it defrost yeah. in, the, in the heat of the dash. So he'd get to work at, let's say, That's seven. Funny. He'll pop his spaghetti on his dash, let it sit there and we'll call it defrost to credit Sam Smart a bit. I'm going to call so, it so burn. That actually, it actually doesn't work with um, with frozen meals. He just does it with... like So he doesn't want me to get curry. So he'll eat yeah. half his curry um, for dinner and leave half of it for the, for the lunch the next day. And he leaves it on the dash in his car, and he and he reckons that some days he dead set comes to it, and it, it is steaming hot, like he's pulled it out of a microwave. <laughs> and, and like to put this in perspective, he like this, it's not vegetarian curry. Like there is either always chicken. beef <laughs> or chicken in this curry. This is just not iron guts. Not, it's not recommended. Oh, I'd almost me. be more willing to take a risk on that than eat my leftovers cold. Oh no, nah. no. See, I cold like leftovers. No, but the thing is. Like reheated pizza tastes so tastes so much better than cold pizza. Oh, see, I love cold pizza. Oh, I sit on the fence, eh? It, it depends on the vibe. Like I, I'm Splinters not saying I'd, <laughs> I'm not saying I'll turn down cold pizza, but if I have pizza and I can heat it up, I just think. So I if would. you have a pizza in a microwave nearby, yeah, I just think that I would. same microwave that you leave open. Time. That same microwave you leave oh, open yeah, with also, a timer on. No, well, the is that the first podcast that you did? Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, it was. And I remember listening to that and thinking, that is not me. I have not used that microwave. I don't know who it is. I, so I know exactly I don't who wanna... it is. It's absolutely Sam. I will defend yeah, you here. It you is go. 100% Thank Sam. You. And actually, to be honest, the problem has gotten worse since that podcast ended. <laughs> and any, anyone that knows uh, Sam uh, will know exactly why the problem has got worse. It's because he's absolutely stirring the cauldron. Um, <laughs> so, mate, my next one, farmer's markets. So, Sean, we'll go to you first, mate. I nearly went to one this morning. Uh, nearly. <laughs> nearly. <laughs> Where'd you go instead, KFC? Bed. I got a call by the colonel on the way here. No, I was no, wondering no. why you were early today. It's because you didn't line up at Red Rui to go uh, <laughs> to slam a feed. No, I, um, I, we, we had the world's greatest shave last night, and I, I didn't get home to my house back in the Chevron until about one. And I was like, all right, I, I start at nine. I'll try and sleep till quarter past eight. Um, one of the girls from work lives quite close to me. She goes, let's go to the, the farmer's markets at Hodder in the morning. So, Richard, your thoughts on uh, on farmer's well, markets? So, I didn't go. I, I stayed in bed. But, like, the, it echo, she had a banana today and it was echo. you were echoing in my brain about how your apple story. I was like, that looks really good. Yeah. <laughs> now, as uh, Jack fully well knows, I went to a uh, farmer's market this morning. The one, at, <laughs> the, one, the, one, the one at Hodder. Yeah. Oh my I god! Like kind of what time? What time did you go? Um, I, what time did you go? I feel like I'm gonna feel I'm gonna get FOMO if you were there at the same time. I was gonna go. Um, I reckon I was there around nine-ish. Oh no, I was. I would have been gone. I had work at nine. Because um, we we're gonna go at six thirty. No, no, no. It definitely wasn't that. Um, but yeah, that was the first farmers market I've been to in Australia. Thoughts? Um, it was it was better than I was expecting. I feel like. A lot. There was a lot of. I've never seen so many baskets before in my life. Just people carrying on like <laughs> wicker baskets. I was like, "What's what's going on?" But um, no, there's a lot of people into a lot of different things. So I can, how, how do you think the produce stacks up here versus home? Oh, look. I mean, I didn't really do a detailed analysis. You of can produce say back home. Well, next time you go, can yeah. you? Yeah. Is no, it I mean, is it apples and oranges? Yeah. The, I mean, I'm sure you can get apples. Sure, and oranges that's back very home. average gear from you. Oh well, so I knew, bad. I knew you'd love it. Oh. I reckon I've got a worse one coming later. <laughs> I just uh, feel it. But yeah, I was the the um, 
food stalls look quite nice actually. That was a, What'd um, you try? I didn't try anything. Oh my actually. God. I didn't try anything. But the, the smells around the place. There was a a seventy two hour marinated lamb or something. It oh, looked, no, and it you looked, didn't get some. No, it looked unbelievable. I was yeah. so um I was kind of like don't get me wrong, I was loving being there, but I wasn't yeah. I wasn't too sad when we Had you woken up <laughs> <laughs> had, <laughs> had you woken up on that trip? It's a twenty-minute drive. You take yeah. about an hour to wake no, up. No, 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 no. I was fully awake. I was, and I was. I wish I. How'd you wake up in the morning? Huh? Yeah. No, I. I had. Uh, Sean dropped that. <laughs> <laughs> I've um. I've. I've not been to the ones at Hodder. Um. But we go to the Helensville ones occasionally. Mum and Dad swear by it now. They go there just about every Saturday morning. Um, Is that every Saturday? Yeah. So and they they live white there's a like a um italian joint that makes um like handmade pastas and gnocchi and oh, pasta yum. sauces and stuff and mum reckons they're just elite ducks yeah. nuts ducks nuts I, bees knees the industries i do regret not getting so i did see some there's some nice meats they look good um yeah like smoked salmon so they look pretty you, good, you are our closest human to being a carnivore no i mean I, that's a bit of a stretch when did it's you cook like, vegetables last yesterday what uh, was it what was it carrot Brooke cook it? Brooke? Oh, I didn't cook did, it. Did Brooke. you? <laughs> no, 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 no. So, so can we just say, I reckon raw vegetables taste better. Not all of them. Not what? all of them. Not all of them. But I like, Steamed I carrots, think, I think ca- No. I think caps can taste better raw. I like, uh, I think it's more juicy. Yeah. I'd no, say. that's... Um, do, you, do you prefer the crunch? I do. I think I prefer the texture. So I like the snapback that I get. Harry, Harry is a bit like that. Mm. Especially when he was a kid. He never used to eat steamed veggies, but he'd eat all of the veggies raw, like broccoli, everything. Yeah, I prefer my broccoli raw. Yeah, see, I'm I'm okay. I prefer some other things raw as well. (laughs) Sean, give it a rest. Um, so we hit the buns. (laughs) (laughs) Swiftly moving on. What's your your, uh, to get back to the? I reckon farmers markets are underrated. What is your last one? Perfectly rated, only because I haven't been to some in a long, long time. That's fair. I'm going to well, say perfectly rated. We've got, no, we got no crickets next Saturday morning. You'll be here Friday night anyway, because we'll get on a bender. <laughs> no, I'm working we'll... till... I'm, I'm, I'm busy. Oh, fucking hell. Red polo and shit. What's your last one? Uh, it's a application that you and I have been newfound to the last couple of weeks. Wordle. Oh, it yeah. is... Um, I don't expect you to this, yeah, but I don't expect I, you to play it. I think it's perfectly rated, but it's heavily addictive. It is quite addictive, and I got the shits yesterday when it was al- it was I went alloy. It was a layer. I had A L L O, and I had a Y or a W to play with. I went, I'll go for the fucking alloy, and it was a layer. Yeah, there's been some rogue I words. A lot I outthought the room. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and the uh, the Out- NBA one, Purtle. Purtle. Yeah, wow, massively underrated. Yeah. Today's one was niche. Very niche. The greatest easily, name of all time. Say easy, it. Bones Highland. Easily oh. the best name in basketball. So, Speaking of. Yeah. So I actually, to... I was, it took me six guesses to get him this morning, which I was so annoyed because I read an article about him only yesterday or the day before. Um, about when he was... This, this when is he a was, great story. He was 15 or 16 and he had to jump out the window of a third story building. Um, and it, like it was his home. They had to jump out the third story and because uh, of house fire and busted his knees up real bad. Doctor said he'd probably never play basketball ever again. Then went to college, had a pretty good college career and now is playing for the Nuggets in the NBA. And only maybe five nights ago, um, all the, the people that were there on scene, like rescuing and helping him, rocked up to an NBA game. Um, and he then went and dropped like 24 off the bench or something in a Nuggets dub. So you just love that shit, story, eh? 
But and, and his name's Bones, man. <laughs> Breaking Bones. Um, speaking of the NBA, you want to move to general sport? Yeah, mate, absolutely. So, uh, more NBA-related. So, LeBron James moves to second all-time in um, regular season points. Now, only behind the uh, the Kareem of the crop, if you like. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Thank you, Sean. Get on board. Match my intensity. Is he a farmer's market man? Uh, I'm not really sure. Jeez. Yeah, not sure. You reckon he's organic? Uh, no, he loves that fresh, fresh produce. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. No, that's Snoop Dogg, brother. Um, but he also, last week or the week before, became the first player ever to have 10K points, 10K rebounds, 10K assists. And to top that off, he's already got 30K points. He's now at 36,000 or something. So he's in an absolute league. Is Kareem 38? Yeah, 38, 6, 2, 7 or something. Yeah. So and the, um, it, it'll be... <coughs> If at his current pace, LeBron will pass him about this time next season, I think. So, which, I mean, his, his longevity is just ridiculous. He dropped another. He dropped thirty-eight points today in another Lakers loss. Shock me. Just, just bottling it from the start of the season to the end. But um, the NBA season's shaping up alright. I reckon the I reckon the playoffs will be pretty interesting. Can't wait. Yeah, Steph Curry's out for the rest of the regular season. Yep. The busted foot. Um, after Marcus Smart decided it looked like something he'd want to jump on. <laughs> never seen a trip when he's never liked. Nope, nope. A little bit like Jordan Clarkson when he's jacking up shots. Yeah. Hasn't seen one he doesn't like. <laughs> so, uh, mate, you've got uh, much to say. So, obviously, we're partway through, or nearly the whole way through the first round of the AFL um, and round two of the NRL. You've got, uh, got much... Yeah, much well, of note there. I oh, know I've had an absolute fucking yeah, mare on get, the tipping. I'm going to start with the tipping for the NRL, mate. Fuck. That first week was fucking cooked. Um, Do you want to just shout out the uh, the top three from each for the first week? Or um, actually, yeah, the top three from NRL last week. So I'll do, I haven't got the week one, but I've got the ladder, yeah, the current yeah. live ladder. I'm so actually pretty sure I'm bottom four. Same. Oh. <laughs> Perfect. Well, it looks like we're not going to win our own merch. At, That's a shock. <laughs> at, um, at time of recording, so we're... All the way through the round, we're just watching the, the Broncos and Bulldogs slug it out in just an error-filled game. But on top, he'll tell you about it, is Jake Grove. No. <laughs> I'm, um, not, I'm not sure we make shirts that big, eh? <laughs> um, just kidding, Jake. Yeah. I reckon you'll point the finger at me for that. Number two, Shaggers, 69. Who oh, is that? That's Brad Radford. <laughs> <laughs> of course it is. Um, of course it is, absolutely. And um, our favourite Coffs Harbour resident gets his in third for the NRL. Um, oh, shout out to Sarah, who's fourth. Um, just remember, Sarah, leave your hot takes to the group chat because they're not very good. Anyway, so this week in footy has been actually a pretty good one for the league. The Thursday night game was 15-14 with the Storm. Yeah, after they were at 14-0 early. Yeah, the Bunnies charged home. Luttrell kicked a pretty sick penalty goal and missed one at the end to the win. Um, Panthers, Dragons. Dragons actually put up a fight. It was 2016, but suck shit, you DMC baiters. Um, Panthers don't have Cleary still, so that's quite scary to think of. Uh, Roosters bounced back pretty well against Manly, so that was good. That was disappointing. I, took I tipped Manly. Manly as well. So Manly now 0-2, but to be fair... Notoriously slow starters. But they've also had probably the toughest draw to start. Yeah. They've, they've had two top four teams in the first two rounds. That's stiff as fuck. It's good to see Robbo's sorted out the, the Roosters' back line just with, with his little adjustments and yeah. with Morosky and Manu. He's, and He put Manu back in the centres. Mate, he's... Trent Robinson's a genius. He's like in that echelon with Bellamy and Bennett. Like he's just... 
could be the goat in the he's, future. He's, he's so all, young still. He's all time, mate. Like he, he'll, whatever needs happening, he'll figure it out. Um, the Titans beat the Warriors twenty to eighteen. Just a quick little niche stat from the Titans game. Both former, both Fermor, Fermor, yeah, scored in the zeroth minute. According to zeroth? the NRL app, it's I don't know how to pronounce that. Is, is it, it a zeroed? I don't know. <laughs> zeroed? That's just rogue, isn't it? I don't know how it happened, but you probably need to go second, like the you know the forty second mm. second. <laughs> um, it's yeah. So the Warriors are that shit. Didn't Tyson well, it was crazy cl- yesterday put the Warriors to win the season? Oh, I think his, his, pre, his pre-season hot take was that the Warriors mm. were going to win the comp. Yeah, He might be on that Snoop stuff as well. So. <laughs> that fresh produce <laughs> from the farmer's markets. Um, Smoking a bit of woo-woo. I don't, I don't want to talk about the next game. We Sharks beat the Eels 18-16. Nico Hines coming up trumps there. Uh, yeah, the Sharks definitely played better. It was four tries to two. And honest, not the best start from the Eels, really. They they nah, beat a very just, very poor Titans team last week by not very much. Last year, yeah, like towards the back half of the year, we couldn't score, but we could defend. And now we've just decided, to fuck that. Let's do defend. everything. Let's do everything else we didn't do last year that got us into. See, fifth. Uh, Sean Russell's it will be out pretty uh, indefinitely with that. Six, I think it was, rib. I think it was six to eight weeks. So it's broken ribs and a punctured lung. Yeah. So similar to that. Um, the Hutch- Drew, Drew Hutchinson, Hutchinson last year. And Campbell didn't get suspended, but so, Brown got three games. Yeah, no, well, Brown's was way worse. I don't think it was that much worse, where it's three weeks different. Uh, I I saw them debating about it. It might have been on NRL 360, actually. Where Intelligent. <laughs> but they had a pretty valid point in that, like, Brown's last year was just so outrageously late. So, and, and, I agree- and, and Hutchinson was Already, already scored. in the in goal, Where, uh, and he'd already scored. Whereas Jaden Campbell, he's still just, coming across. He's just herring, like it's still in the field of play to try and stop that. And look, what what is he supposed to do? No, really? no. And I was thinking about this in the car on the way here because I knew I knew you'd bring it up. Yeah, I don't, I think whatever decision the judiciary made, I would have been okay with it. Yeah, I think it, it's probably it, it's, one of those. And I'm, I'm actually, I'm a little bit, and, and obviously, I'm not an heel supporter, and I don't like, I'm so I don't feel passionately enough about it. But you know, it, it, it there, there's always going to be a pretty sour taste in the mouth when someone in front, like, was it a, was it called a penalty penalty try? I didn't see. I know he scored, but like, was there any penalty? Or, oh, he obviously got put on report, did he? Yeah, but like, but like, it, there's always a sour taste when someone gets put on report for something that rubs someone out for an extended period of time. They don't get a punishment, and I think it's particularly sour just because. Our player had the exact same thing happen to him last year. Again, they are, they are different. It's not it's not yeah. apples and apples. So, but I'm also I'm sort of glad they didn't suspend Campbell for it because it kind of then disincentivizes people actually trying to defend. Yeah, no, nah. people just go, no, nah, I don't want to touch it. Like you know, young kid, he's having a crack. Yeah. You know, and it like just yeah, but all good, ugly, it just sucks. Yeah, it does. Harms. Um, so next game, Cowboys pumped the Raiders, oh. which hurt nearly everyone's tips. Of Surely all everyone. Surely no one tipped. Oh, Fridge would have tipped Fridge the Cowboys. Fridge would have tipped the Cowboys. Fuck! <laughs> um, do you reckon King of the North tipped the Cowboys, or is he too competitive? No, no. That, well, that's even rogue by his standards, I reckon. Shag is 69. <laughs> um, Knights pumped the DMC batters of the West Tigers. We, we watched we the back end of that. that. The Tigers look so bad. Hastings look good, though. Yeah. Looks good with the ball, and then he has to pass it to someone who's I'm, fucking hopeless. I'm pleasantly surprised with Newcastle how good they're going. So, I know Spaghetti will be pretty happy with that one. Two from two, two from two. Look good. They had a reason, like they they shouldn't have beat the Roosters like on paper. So, nah. you can't even argue the draw was like favoured to them. So, 
Yeah, but Good I mean, if we're only two weeks in. Premierships aren't one in March. No, you can only you can only play what's in front of you, and we're yeah. currently watching the last Broncos Bulldogs game. It's fucking shit. Uh, it's currently four all. Yeah, two cellar dwellers. So um, we'll move to the AFL. I'll get the the tipping up there. Um, Glenn Bone, suck eggs, you can't. One is so far one for the week at this at this point. <laughs> With how many games to go? One. One. Goodness. Um, no surprises. Who's on top? Berkey's Tigerland is on top. I reckon Berkey does research. I reckon he goes <laughs> home, gets his laptop out, and does research. Only behind though is the, so these these the top three have tipped five for five out of six I think so far. So because there's the points differential that separates and Berkey was two points off. <sighs> uh, far Q all Caleb Day <laughs> yeah. is, is uh, five wins and only it was only two points off. That's right, because I think I think Caleb can maybe name four AFL players in the history. No, however. I, you'd be surprised. I think he actually watches a fair oh. amount of it, more than you and I. Um, and then third place. <laughs> Don't you dare say it. Shag is 69. Wow. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's um, like that octopus yeah. at the World Cup. Do you remember that? Yeah. Just like crawling into the tanks. Yeah. Fucking yeah. hell, it's yes. rogue. So this these haven't updated for Sunday's games with um, the AFL. Did uh, Adelaide end up getting up over Freo? Do uh, we know? Nah, Freo got up. Yeah, the boys. So, the, so yeah. Crows are so shit. Oh, fuck them. So, that's all right. It's been a pretty pretty cool start. The Suns game, yes, not Suns, sorry. The Swans GWS game was a cracker yesterday. Most people had the Swans tipped, which yeah. ended up going their way. But, yeah, it sounded like it was a uh, pretty good one. Um, yeah, I don't have too much more to cover, to be honest. No, that's fine. We can move on to uh, this or that then for this week. So bringing back the uh, the this or that segment. Do you know this works, Dickie? Uh, so uh, so you'll have two options, and you'll yeah. say which one you prefer. Uh, yeah. So, so and you obviously give justification, just like we do in the overrated, underrated. But yeah. Um. Did I'll kick it off? Yeah, mate. Uh, crunchy or smooth peanut butter? You are a peanut butter guy? Yeah, I am. I like crunchy peanut butter. Yeah, I'm also the same. I'm a crunchy peanut butter guy. I'm also a crunchy peanut butter yeah. operator. But I, like, I would eat. I I'll eat, eat smooth. I'll, I would eat yeah. peanuts on their own though. Like I, I'm massive peanut fan. I've never done that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, I don't do it because they're. I don't think they're great for you. They're quite like quite high in sure. fats, and they're not actually a nut. What are they? What? Well, they don't grow on a tree. They grow on the ground. I don't know that either. The tree grows from the ground. No, no. <laughs> that's a long bow. <laughs> Shut your lips. I'm glad we got that on recording. No, I'm, uh, but I'm the same. Like if if there's only smooth in the house, I'll eat smooth. Yeah. But I, I, if I'm going to the shop, if you're peanut butter, it, I'm it's crunchy. 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 Adds crunchy. Adds crunchy. Yeah, I reckon crunchy goes better when you're making stir fries and stuff too. Like if you're using if you're using peanut if you have to use peanut butter as an ingredient, use the crunchy because you get that like the extra the, the, the you get the actual peanut. Crunch as well as the, the taste. Because I, yeah. I use it yeah, anyway. Like 3D <laughs> cooking. Because I use it anyway when I cook at home. If it has peanut butter in it, like I make peanut chili noodles, and I'll use the crunchy because it's, yeah. it's just what I prefer. It's next level, mate. Yeah. Um, so uh, my actually follows on from uh, one of our previous topics: uh, toast versus cereal. Toast and peanut butter crunchy on it. If oh, it's a spread or geez. cream cheese. Okay. Yeah, I feel like you could do more with toast. I think I have I'd have toast more frequently than I'd have Again, cereal. It's like there's no real bad option there. No. Yeah, I tend to agree. I'm I'm actually I I don't really eat either for no, breakfast. To be honest, I'm actually more of a toasted sandwich guy for breakfast. Yes. If I'm gonna eat breakfast with chicken cheese and avo, you can't fuck it up, but it's so good. 
We've been buying like a buy a roast chicken on the weekend, and I'll just pick it apart oh, yeah. as the week goes. So just chicken and cheese because we don't have I think I don't know. I think I prefer chicken cheese if I'm doing it like that. It's bread, not toast. Oh really? Mm. So you'd rather like just fresh bread? And so on a bacon sandwich, I prefer bacon sandwich on bread. Yeah, no, I can uh, I can definitely see that. Do you put sauce on? Yes. What's your sauce? Brown, HP sauce. Can you uh, so brown is barbecue for? Oh uh, no, oh, so br- I'm on about HP like the pepper sauce. HP sauce is elite. It's yeah, it is so good. And it, it's traditional it is breakfast. Un- it is underrated. It, it is underrated. underrated. Yeah. Definitely should have. It's like a little bit smoky, a little bit peppery. So yeah. peppery oh. is good. So my stepdad's brother-in-law, he um he's fr- he's a massive Aston Villa fan, and <laughs> when they moved over here. He introduced me to HP sauce and he comes up to me and goes, I'm going to make your life. <laughs> and it seriously does. It's, uh, it's, it's just, so good it's on everything. Yeah. Uh, it's you- me. Sorry, my bad. I'll stop lagging. The buffering symbol over my five head. Wi-Fi is just uh, <laughs> dropping out. Um, so I know Dickie can absolutely have an opinion on this. Mm. Kebab or HSP? Oh. For, yeah, me, H- for me, this is easy, but Jack's face pulled a funny one. So we talk like, I'm... I'm leaning more towards HSP, but like a kebab, what do you call a kebab? Is that like in the kind of pizza bread? Or yeah. The... Hey, brother, when you go to the kebab shop yeah, in Australia, like, uh, are you taking I, a kebab or a HSP? Shop, I get a HSP every time. I, I used to, I was firmly in the kebab corner. So this is uh, like, it, it was, I'd probably, I'd never had a HSP, I don't reckon until a year ago, or maybe 18 months ago. Yeah. And because like everyone was going to get HSPs, and I was like, if you're going, get me a kebab. I want a kebab. Love kebabs. Uh, ever since my eyes were open to HSPs, mm. they're unbelievable. I do have a bit of a love-hate relationship with them now because they are the one menu item that has given me food poisoning. <laughs> really? <laughs> However, it was my from own where? fault. Uh, from I won't name the establishment okay. because, but if we go there quite frequently and they right. are quite close to our, okay. our, our so it can really only be one. Premises, <laughs> there can really only be one place. Um, normally, it is elite. We did That's order one on Uber Eats at eleven thirty on a Friday night, <laughs> and I woke up with the worst food poison I've ever had on the Saturday morning, and then had to go and play two games of cricket. Did you get a mixed or chicken yeah, or mixed? mixed? What yeah. do you get? I get mixed. Usually. I'm, a, I'm a mixed operator myself. Yeah. Sources but I go for barbecue sour cream. When? Oh, uh, barbecue garlic yogurt. Yeah. Oh, it's niche. I know sweet chili doesn't taste too bad in the So I'm I'm a firm kebab. Oh. I'm a firm kebab guy to this day because I don't like hot chips at all. And so the sauce. Don't like hot chips. Not really. And like Jack will have noticed this now oh. when you see me hungover and go to Macca's. Is I'll get two different burgers and not get a meal. Yeah, right. I'd never noticed that, but now that you mention it, that does make sense. That's weird. Um, um, I was actually going to put this as an overrated and underrated, but um, the jalapenos on HSPs. But now knowing that you don't eat HSPs, jalapenos on kebabs, I suppose. Jalapenos on anything. Slack. Mm. They are unbelievable. Yeah, they're good. There's, pit, there's a pitta shop near work. I didn't know what a pitta was until about three days ago. And they do Who a thing. recommended them? Someone said that they're unreal. Someone was saying it the other day. Unless it was you. Might have been me. Yeah. <laughs> I got this raging Cajun and I was bricked up eating it. Here I am. Telling everyone under the sun, get a fucking pitter in you. Here I am, space the fuck out. Um, it's you, isn't it? Uh, sure, yep. Um, Android versus iOS. iOS. Oh, see, I've flirted and a lot this is, I know, And I put this in because you're here, yeah, Richard, because no, I know I've, since you've lived here, you've had both. Yeah, I've flirted. I've grown up mainly, I was Android, just um, because I think that was the first phone I kind of got and I just kind of stuck with that. Um, yeah, but I got a 
That's fair. I feel like the my yeah. first smartphone was an Apple, and that's probably the reason I stuck Sim- with yeah. it. Mine was an Android. I've never turned back on iOS. Yeah. So oh, my yeah. work my work that's phone true. is Android, and I I'm, because I'm like a ten, I've been I've had an iPhone for ten years. Yeah. Just but since really I, th- I got a the people need your answer, Dicky. I got an iPhone eleven not long ago, and it's oh, twelve even. Um, but iPhone, yeah. So you, you, you no, convert- not under fucking iOS. You've come back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It's so much better. And you never have any issues asking people for a fucking charger. Yeah. yeah. Now Android's kind of fixed that though with this USB C. Yes. Yeah. Because yes, it, it does. We, we've actually had a good experience yeah. with the USB <laughs> you can, cords. You go. The the reason you guys can hear this podcast is because the, f- the story we told in episode one, where we were like, "Yeah, the guy sold us everything at JB Hi-Fi that we needed within five minutes." That was actually woo woo because we got home and there was a cord that we didn't have. It was USB C to USB what is it, A. And we were like, for fuck's oh. sake, we could go out again. And then I was like, hold on, my work phone charger does uh-huh. that. So we plugged it in and here we are. And we're still using it now. I'll cut a bit of slack to Darcy because... Um, he like, was on his way out. It was 4.10 and his Darcy. clock off time was 4 o'clock. And, <laughs> and like, it's probably assumed that it, nearly everyone has it, if, even if it's not for your phone. Like, some, there's got to be something that uses yeah. that. Cord. And actually, oh, the USB-C. So that's what charges the new MacBooks too. Oh, which is bloody handy. So the new charges on MacBooks charge Android phones. Unreal. Elite. Um, do you have any more? Or am I... I do have one more. Yep. Um, bottled versus tap water. Ooh. Um, tapped. Bottled. But I'm not, I have nothing against tap water. Well, that's tap lucky. or fridge. Because you, you put all your in like vodka bowls and then put them in the fridge. That's the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. No. That. Well. That's actually like a. That's honestly. That is actually an, our family thing. Yeah. You. Yeah. It used to happen at yours. Yeah. Well, and then, so Nan and Pops as well. They yeah. used to have. Uh, um. Uh, they might have been Jack Daniels. <laughs> Liter spirit bottles with water filled with them in the fridge. So I reckon that's where Mum. I think the first time I ever saw that was your house. Bro, yeah. the, the first time like Sam and I had a big night crash at his. Woke up in the morning and I opened my eyes to see him just chugging down a <laughs> liter of absolute vodka at the fridge. I'm like. Surely not. <laughs> Surely he's not going again. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? He goes, oh, I was having some water, bro. Yeah. Yeah, so we have this <laughs> terrible fuck. habit of refilling absolute vodka bottles and um, filling them with water and putting them in the fridge. Mm. And we do get the odd uh, the odd strange look from, from newcomers yeah. into the household. They're like, oh, you want some water? And we're just chugging out of vodka bottles. So, um, no, nah, that's all I've got for this week. i got one more. Uh, this is a suggestion from, from work. KFC or Macca's Nuggets? Or nuggies. I'm just gonna assume that chicken from KFC is superior. Um, I think I'll go KFC. I am the worst possible person to ask this question. Have you had nuggets from either establishment ever? Uh, I have. I assume you've had Macca's nuggets. Yeah, I actually had some Macca's nuggets last night. <laughs> um, but I cannot remember the last time I had KFC. Fair enough. So. I remember the last time I had KFC nuggets. So they used to. If you're going to go KFC, you don't really get nuggets. Nor- yeah. Normally you don't, but they a couple of years ago they used to do the 24 for 10 uh, nugget boxes. Yeah, wow. So I indulge a lot. Yeah, I think the KFC nuggets are better personally. You need a little bit more tang about them. Not just, I don't just, like the, yeah. the Macca's ones. They're a bit too like deep fried. Like this, it's too crunchy almost. Yeah, they go like so, dry. They go weird and so when they're cold as well, they just go kind of like textureless. They're really weird. Yeah. Um. Oh, uh, the last topic that really we've got to cover, and this has been heavily requested by three certain females that we uh, <laughs> are constantly surrounded by, um, uh, escape room. So we actually, did we touch on it last week or the week before? We did. I think it was the week before. Oh, I think, no, Sticks talked about it last week because he had that 
he had the double the second date with a different chick and then he was on the photo booth <laughs> Goodness. So many good, that's, that's good, so many good date stories coming out that's of sticks not, at the minute. That's, <laughs> that's nightmare fuel. Unbelievable. That actually might be another segment coming up. Um, so yeah, as, as we've previously mentioned, there's a group of six of us that go out into escape rooms pretty much every weekend, or at least every weekend for the last four weeks. Um, and uh, generally, it's been this group of six of us all going through at once. Um, there's a place in Surface that have two identical rooms next to each other. So you can enter teams and race each other, basically. You've still only got the hour to get out, but you basically do a head-to-head race because it's exactly the same in both rooms. So you, are you guys doing boys versus girls? So we decided to do oh, boys yeah. versus girls because there was this ongoing argument about who, like a, like a ranking, like a, and who and who was the most valuable player and who was you know the biggest ball and chain in, so the, in the line. I'd assume the boys would finish first for no particular reason. So that's what we assumed as well. Because yeah. especially, especially in, like in a, so you're in a, locked in a room, right? Yeah. I and assume boys when they're locked in a room against girls, more would rational. Fin- they'd yeah, fi- I, I, so I assume well. they just finish first. Yeah. Look, and and I just uh, we all were under. Well, I don't know. We the boys thought we were far better. The girls thought they were far better, and we thought this is brilliant. Yeah. We get to race and finally put this to bed. Yeah. Um, and boy, did that backfire! But the thing oh. is, Friday, like Friday rolled around. What is Adokar doing? Yeah, so you and <laughs> so, so you yeah. and Brad what is gone, doing? You and Brad <laughs> had gone fishing the night before. Yep. I and don't know. I don't know what came about, but I just remember me and Brad were severely. I will say the word severely. I think severely. So severely compromised by so Brad, an illness. Brad was... And I, I couldn't really tell with you because Brad looked worse. Yeah. Because Brad looked horrific on the Friday night and you were horrific on the Saturday morning. Uh, yeah, but I, was, I started to feel that just before we went into the escape room. Yeah. Um, so, so anyway, we, you know, got, we got yeah. locked in this cell, but inside our rooms there were two cells. So you, I got locked in one cell and you and Brad got locked in the other cell, which meant that we had two humans functioning on very little brain power <laughs> due to illness yeah. in one room and it really came back to bite us. The girl, there was 10 stages in this mm. escape room and the girls had passed stage eight and we were on stage two. Yeah. We were yeah. hemorrhaging. However, once we were all able to get back together again, mm. we were elite. We then skittled through the next seven before they skittled yeah. through one. And then they, they ended up getting out about a minute or a minute and a half earlier than we did. So, so, what, so what happened last week? So, no, that was last week. So this week? This week, we redeemed ourselves. We went to a new establishment yep. um, that Dickie and Brooke actually found. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. I reckon it's probably the best rooms that we've good. done. It was good. Um, now, and it's always so hard to tell when you're doing it with a group of six who is providing the most mm. and who's the ball and chain. Um, yeah, it's quite hard to tell because everyone kind of figures I just think kind of rate. Yeah, I just think it's people... Like personalities come out a lot in an escape room, and you see the people who rush forward to try and get that clue. You know, like it, people are running around the room. It's actually hilarious watching because you're supposed to be working as a team. Yeah, so it's, it's, not, it's a competition. It's, it is a team of individuals. Absolutely. It is a competition. Just you like are constantly trying to one up the person. Bradley next Radford is oh. a very big candidate. Dicky, so on the spot, who's your worst and who's your best? Oh, out of the six. Out of the six, and, and you are allowed to say yourself. No, I definitely don't think I'm the worst. Uh, I wouldn't say I'm the best. I feel like I definitely add value. So you feel like you're um, the mid? Yeah, I'm mid. I have to say Brad performed very well yesterday, but he's had um, the week before that. So across off. all the performances, who's your worst? We'll, to, we'll, we'll rip the band out off. Worst, um, Annika's been terrible. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't offer... I mean, I appreciate her driving to the venue. But she <laughs> 
<laughs> to be fair, in, to be fair, in our group chat, we've all given each other nicknames as yeah. like we are we are Mystery Inc. And yeah. she is Uber. the bus driver. <laughs> no, I think the tactic I've kind of gone with is Annika rushes to get there first, and then you figure out when when she does oh, it yeah, when no. she does it wrong. So first. she she finds the information, and yeah. we. Utilize the information. But when when Annika finds a clue, because you know, so she she's like a first. so she's like a sniffer dog. Yeah, but yeah, she kind of she she does get the first to be fair. But I mean, like the, that Zodiac Killer room we did, where she went oh. into a room by herself. Like I mean, it was. We uh, were all standing around going, yeah. Like she was the only one, we'll say brave enough, but dumb enough to get in a box. Like Brad convinced her to get this yeah, mag- magic why. compartment open, yeah. and. Brad's like, just get in the box and I'll shut it. Nothing and then And then, and then I'll let you back out when you're ready to get back out, mm. just like as a joke. Anyway, shut it. It locked shut and opened her up into another room. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, we're then pondering around for like 10 or 15 minutes trying to figure this out. We finally got a hint and the chick's like, oh, have you looked in the lockers? And we're like, <laughs> you got into a new room, you didn't look in the lockers. Oh, that's genius. Yeah. Anyway, no, it, uh, I feel like we're like getting into dangerous territory. It's like she wasn't. Yeah, no, I don't want to net, but... Who's your best? You already have. Yeah. I do apologise. Who's best on at this stage? Ooh. So like in a Hunger Games ranking, so we got that, that person at really the bottom. Because I don't feel top? like I don't feel like people have been. I, I'm not sure that anyone has been Consistent. the best or worst. Last in week, every I'd room. say spit it out. Um, last week, if we're going off last week, I think you're Brad, going off the Brad whole played thing. The best last week. So is Brad top of the power ranking? Oh, rankings? see, I reckon Brad played the best in the first room. Yeah. I thought he was probably also the best in the second room. Yeah. But he was the worst in the last room. No. Yeah. I think it's a little bit hard. He definitely wasn't the best in the last room. Yeah. Um, I'll say Brad's been best on. Herbie. Brad's best on. You're welcome, Bradley. Yeah. No, I'll, you know, he's been pretty good in a few of the rooms. Mm. I I'm, I'm might be going to an escape room in the near future with... But I Someone, think as well, so it's, it's very easy to get into overthinking it. I don't Absolutely. know. I'll be honest with you, Blokes. I reckon I'd be pretty shit. No, but the <laughs> thing is, you like, it's one thing leads to another, so it's not too... Do that's it. Which is why I think we didn't do so well when it was boys versus girls, because the blokes are more able-bodied. <laughs> and we no, could, no, no, but the this thing actually, is, it's actually true. This actually played <laughs> against us. So part of it was that you needed to tie a magnet to a piece of string to reach a spoon to use as a screwdriver. My arm was long enough to reach the spoon. So we've then found this magnet and string. We're like, oh my God, what does this do? And we must have fucked around with it for 10 minutes yeah. before we realized we didn't fucking need it. Yeah. So anyway, that hurt. But anyway, yeah, props to the girls. They did quite well, but we definitely redeemed ourselves. Oh, if we, if we were to go again, we'd definitely win. It was just being compromised with the illnesses. Uh, definitely didn't do us any favours. We'll play the sick card. That's the, uh, the, the Buzz Rothfield level of uh, humility. So we'll wrap, <laughs> we'll, we'll wrap this one up. So b- b- boys and, and girls. We get this has your, been an absolute long boy, hasn't it? <laughs> yeah. It's been quite long, but it's all right. It's been good. So we'll um, make sure you get your tips in for the footy. So I know Annika missed one this week for the footy. Oh, she, was that, like, she was late joining. Late that Post Malone on that bloke's thigh? I hope so. That's <laughs> that's a, absolutely. That is, is. Actually <laughs> is. That is absolutely Post Malone on Adam Reynolds' thigh. So. I love that. <laughs> um, we'll wrap this one up. Thanks for listening. Next week, we have the other member of the R&H brand coming on. Yeah. Harry Lucas. Uh, absolutely. Tune in for that one, guys. If you've got any suggestions in the meantime for new segments, new topics on overrated and underrated this or that, uh, or you disagree with anything that we've said, uh, more than happy to hear some constructive feedback. 
Um, feel free to. <laughs> I love constructive feedback. Um, feel free to uh, slide into our DMs on the Instagram page at Armchair Critics or Brad Radford because I know you love doing it. Send us an email at armchaircritics at <laughs> outlook.com. He loves sending us a rogue email. Um, we've got two flags episodes coming up soon. And the we one do. We've been rather lackluster on the old uh, buttons this week. So my, my apologies. I've, uh, I've been a bit busy. So with we've work. got. We, we do have the Caleb v. Richard uh, segment coming up very early this week and we will also drop the Richard V. Stojanovsky episode coming out later in the week. That was a cracker. So absolute cracker. Probably the best contestant we've had Mm. thus far. Um, So guys, thank you for joining us. Richard, thanks for coming on, mate. Much appreciated. No, appreciate it, boys. Final words? No. You good? Final words, yeah. No, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. No, we'll uh, we'll definitely won't be the last time we see you. Perfect. So uh, the kids get back on. I'll probably see you at the dinner table later. (laughs) Sweet. Ciao. See you later, guys.